0: Hey there, it's Kate. As I was browsing for old episodes to replay while I take a hiatus for the rest of the summer, I figured it was only fair that I play the least popular episodes and not just the big winners. So this week, I'm airing the three episodes that have gotten the fewest listens since they first launched. Do they deserve their spot at the bottom of the list? Give them a listen and decide for yourself. (coughs) What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi there and welcome. I'm Kate. This is How to Be a Better Person, the podcast. Not to be confused with How to Be a Better Person, the book, which I wrote. One of my sweetest memories of spending time with my dad when I was in elementary school was going on road trips with him. I was the navigator. Sometimes it was a long trip, like from Rhode Island down to Florida, and I was responsible for holding the trip tick from AAA, a spiral-bound booklet where they outlined your route on a map. I'd follow along, looking for every town name we passed on the map, and seeing how many pages we had left before we stopped. I loved seeing where we were in space right now, as well as where we'd been and where we were going. I felt very oriented, and also that I was doing something important for our trip. It also made me pay super-duper attention to the landmarks we were passing, and the street signs. I share this story to let you know that I am biased toward old-fashioned navigation, so that's why I'm willing to take a stand about how we've become over-dependent on having some disembodied voice always tell us where to go. For example, Recently, my kids and I went to the movies with friends. The theater is right next to Target, which, as a mom, is a store I'm pretty sure I could drive to blindfolded, even though technically it's in the next state over. Providence, where I live, is about 10 minutes from the Massachusetts border. I was really surprised when I got in the car with the other family and the mom used Waze to get there. I asked her about it, and she said she always uses it. She can't get anywhere without it. I felt this as such a loss. Surely there are some places in the world where you don't need an omnipotent GPS voice to get you there, aren't there? And, honestly, the survivalist in me wonders, what happens when the grid goes down and we've all lost the ability to navigate by ourselves? What then? When you navigate on your own, you've got to use your eyes, your intellect, and your instincts. Maybe you're looking for landmarks or remembering how you went last time or deducing if you're headed in the right direction by looking at the sun. It's good for your mind. It's also meditative. You have to keep paying attention to where you are instead of staring at your device. And let's face it, sometimes Google Maps or other apps are just dead wrong. I know some people are really devoted to ways. My husband is one of them. I know you like to see where the police are hiding or how bad traffic is. I get it. You want to minimize unhappy surprises. There's nothing wrong with taking a look at the traffic on your route before you head out so you can decide if you need to go a different way, and then turning the app off. But just once in the next 24 hours, don't use the GPS or the Waze at all. It's one simple way you can start to wean from the screen so you don't completely outsource your brain to your phone. Think of how many phone numbers you used to know, and compare that to how many you know today. I'm guessing you don't know more than one or two, and only those for people who have had the same number for decades. Just a guess. Keeping your phone in your bag as you drive and finding your own way helps you cultivate the ability to stay present. I know you can do this, and I really think you're going to enjoy it. Have fun navigating. Is your book club looking for a book to read in January? How to Be a Better Person, the book, makes a great conversation starter and would be awesome for book groups. Check it out on Amazon, and if you decide to read it with your book group, reach out and let me know. I'd love to swoop into your January meeting via Skype or Zoom and share some inside tips on being a better person, answer questions, and just hang out with you and your people a bit. Use the contact Kate button at beabetterpersonpodcast.com and we can hook it up. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior 85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, KateHan, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley author. I look forward to connecting with you.